guys. Welcome to the Hype Attack Podcast, where we weigh in on the latest in nerd and pop culture hype. We're the fandom. We are the excited conversations we have with our friends about the nerdy things we all love and geek about. We are the Hype Attack. I am the Hype! What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Hype Attack First and foremost, at the top, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for sharing uh, along with our, our uh, ad campaign that we launched just the other night. It's been fun. It was fun uh, shooting it. It's fun editing it. It's fun uh, all around hearing everybody's feedback. I, I'll, I'll try not to uh, have dry mouth on the microphone for you know who's listening. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, just thank you. Everybody, uh, I'm here with the, the regular, the usual Motley crew, Doug to my right, Rudy to my left, and across from me, the main hype man, Jermaine. Yo, Hi, guys. Yo. Hi. Hi. Yep. We appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Barely wait. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to part two of the Snyderverse. But before we get into that, because it's going to be a good one, how did everybody nerd this past week? Jermaine? Uh, I actually... I'm in the middle of watching um, Alice in Borderlands right now. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. So I finally dove into that. I'm in halfway through the second season. If if you like Squid Games, Gantz, or even like original Battle Royale, like any of those type of uh, media, Borderlands is uh, worth a watch. Right up here. What's it on Netflix? Your alley. Yes, it's on Netflix. It's a... Uh, um, little brief little summary of it uh a group of people um they're in japan of course they they end up going to the bathroom and like three guys they they end up going to the bathroom and they walk out of the bathroom and then everybody's like gone everybody vanished and you know japan tokyo mm-hmm it's a busy city. There was nobody out there. And it's just one of those things like you don't know what's going on, so you find out as the story goes along to say like what's what's really happening. But in the midst of all this, they gotta play these games to uh, stay alive in this in this well, place place where we don't technically know where they're at. Like you're trying to figure things out like are they really there or mm. are they, you know, somewhere else and, and the and these games is, you know, taking place. But mm. And it's gory. gory. Yeah, like it's pretty. Gory and games and characters that you like and then things happen. It's fun. Hey, Doug. Hey. How'd you nerd? Um, You know, well, I went and watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I did too. I liked it. There was a couple parts that, you know, the jokes, jokes were a little bit much. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. And then other than that, uh, I've been playing this uh, game on PC called Valheim. Uh, and so I played a lot of that. We're working on trying to figure out how to summon the next boss and we have our theories and we're going to probably test it in a couple weeks. So it'll be fun. All right. On brand with a nerd. Rudy, how'd you nerd? Uh, I caught Star Wars Visions. When it, <gasps> oh, that's right. That's out. When it dropped and that was amazing. That was some of the, the freshest Star Wars content I've consumed in a while. Should that should that be the next thing I I, I watch Star Wars wise right now? You you need to go to the, back to the beginning and yeah. I just, was, my wife and I watched the first couple of episodes and I, I lost track. Got distracted with other things because in the world of, of of nerd stuff, there's just so much shit to consume. But I'll that's on my list. I'm writing it right. Look, I'm writing it right down right now. <laughs> right, you gotta become. You're talking about the first yo, couple episodes of the first season or the second season? Say again. You watched the first couple episodes of the first or second huh? season? 
First. <laughs> you fucking heard me. <laughs> You're a dick. The first season. Yeah. Uh, Hold on a second. <laughs> this really aunt. Shame. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, I the first season was fine. Button. The second season button. It doesn't hurt. Is amazing. So. It doesn't hurt me. It means doesn't hurt me anymore. <laughs> that's the pers- I'm that's a personal shame for me. Okay. Get on a fucking board. Uh, the way I nerded, by the way, I also saw Guardians of the Galaxy on my birthday, which uh, this recording was last week, and that is on Star Wars Day, May the 4th. Yes, more shame, because I should have kept up with Visions. It's fine. It's fine. It's your birthday. <laughs> Apparently it wasn't. Apparently it's not fine. I'm sorry about that. To, to shame and disappoint. Uh, no, no, uh, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy, and I want to get into that in just a, a second, but... Um, uh, Oh my god! It blanked out. What else did uh, oh, somebody brought something up? It was um, video games, Guardians. Nope, I blanked out. Shit. Oh. Maybe Talk. if you think about it, you can bring it up later. No. Just interrupt us. Video games. Well, I, I, uh, my wife bought me the Switch for my birthday because mm-hmm. oh. I don't, I don't game, uh, and I picked up immediately picked up Super Smash Brothers. Like I got if I can play. Oh, yeah, everyone's I, got. Oh my god! You have to. I, I, I don't really play like single player games, but we just uh, my wife and I go back and forth and kick can each other's ass. Can I suggest a single player game for you? Yeah, Hades. Okay. Well, it I was, was like a million game of the year awards. The new uh, Zelda's coming out. Oh yeah. This week, next week. Soon. I, I want to pick that one up. She's never played a Zelda game, so I want to pick that one up for sure. Um, but Guardians. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My finger slipped back in. <laughs> um, man, I, Guardians was Guardians was fun. Uh, you're right. Some of the jokes were like, okay, but. Um, the one thing up uh, the there was a hallway fight scene. <laughs> I just love, right before we started recording, there was a big conversation about no spoilers, and I was just like, one thing I got to tell you about this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Gamora dies again, but other than that, um, there's a there's a hallway fight scene. I love hallway fight scenes, and and the way that it was shot with certain slow mo aspects of it, and your guys' voices was ringing through my head as it happened because. Uh, I think when we were talking about Snyder and his use of slow-mo, that they were to sort of like emulate um, the splash shot, splash panel, what was it, what he called? Splash page. Splash yeah, pages. Splash page in the comic right? books. And so every single time they would slow down on a, por- on a part of where uh, one of the characters is, you know, fighting and stuff, and it's like, splash page, I'm like, I learned something from these nerds. <laughs> it's just a cool shot, and, it, and I saw like the comic book aspect of it it's a it's a really fun movie I one like of us <laughs> he's learning quest complete <laughs> oh damn i have to get that for the next one <laughs> we on brand with nerds <laughs> yeah um all right so as mentioned this is going to be part two of the snyderverse slash dceu conversation um last week we covered man of steel and bvs we Really heavy-handedly talked about um, how <laughs> our forties worth. <laughs> yeah, um, I, we, we kind of. I talked apologize, about it. but I don't apologize. We mentioned uh, <laughs> just how complex, or actually, coincidentally enough, Zack Snyder just did a Q and A about BVS, and he mentioned how BVS was a multi-layered movie that had a lot going on to it that perhaps the audience didn't want or wasn't ready for. And that's something that, you know, we, we touched on a lot last, last recording. And I think we do want to, we want to explain that we understand that it's totally possible for someone to 
fully grasp, fully understand all those layers, all the complexity, and still not like the movie. We're, you know, we're just expressing kind of our ideas and our opinions. And obviously, we're never going to be the type of people that are like, oh, no, you're wrong. <laughs> we might say it, but we don't mean it. Right? Yeah, exactly. like we, we'll, we'll say it probably a yeah. lot, but we won't tell you to your face. We won't tell you to your face. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 once you leave, <laughs> you're still entitled to your own opinion, but you're tacky and I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you might get hit with that shame though. One, by the way. <laughs> with all that said, you know, like, 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 like Doug said, you know, this is, you know, our opinion, you know, and our, and our take on the, on the Snyder verse. <laughs> with that said though, it's, there are things in that universe that I, I didn't like, but there's things that I didn't like about it. So it's not, you know, a perfect universe, but, you know, we do understand that there's people out there that do not like it. So, which is fine. And conversely, uh, everyone who's listening, you're wrong. We're right. This is all facts, <laughs> fact-based opinions. My ass. Come on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So where do we leave it off? Here? I don't well, know. I think we split the audience right now. I think um, back. the other thing we touched on was the idea that, that these were Elseworld stories. You know, they, they went out of their way to call it the DCEU extended universe instead of just calling it the DCU. And yes. so the next movie after BVS that came out was Suicide Squad, the first Suicide Squad, David, David Ayer. Ayer. And I think that's where we really got introduced to the idea that this was not the normal DC universe because we had, I mean, most obviously Joker, Jared Leto's interpretation of Joker. Harley Quinn was different. Um, I think Amanda Waller, and she was portrayed the same, I guess. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. Um, so, I mean, guys, thoughts on Suicide Squad? Real quick before we start that, uh, because BVS didn't, cross that one billion dollar mark that all these movies are measured mm. as successes or failures now going into suicide squad david Ayer was kneecapped pretty bad about changing the tone of his movie from you know that dark gritty you know tone that all these movies started with and trying to make it more more friendly more funny so there's almost a, as much of a call for the air cut as there was for the Snyder cut. Yeah. Cause I yeah. think yeah, doubly definitely. he was kneecapped going into it. But then I think what Deadpool dropped, right? I could be wrong. Maybe we should Google uh, when Deadpool dropped, but I thought I heard a story where Deadpool dropped. It did amazingly well. It was funny. And then that's why there was those infamous reshoots that got a lot of press. Yeah. Same year. They, they had to go back and the studio was like, no, 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 make it even more funny. So they had to do all those reshoots. And that's kind of to me, like I love Suicide Squad, I liked it a lot, but it almost did feel like two movies. I mean, there was literally two intros. Like, the characters all yeah. got two introductions. There yeah. was a stylized, fun introduction, and then, like, going into the prison, and it's like, here's all the characters again. And, and it, real quick, real quick, real quick, um, and it felt real, uh, as far as, like, soundtrack, it felt real, uh, what's the term, needle-droppy, where it, it, like, Tarantino knows how to, like, use a song. Maybe it's an obscure song or not. And it really uh, it forms a story and stuff. This was just like, hey, this sounds really cool. Let's play it. House of the Rising Sun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, with these movies, like, I feel like it's um, with the um, the having to go back and reshoot these things. Mm. And that's why I, I feel like these certain movies are going to feel choppy because they had to go in there and, 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 and reshoot these things. Like we saw it, you know, I'm, I'm a jump forward, but we saw it with justice league, but 
I think that's the same thing that happened with uh, Suicide Squad. He had his version, but then he had to change it. So it's not. So the feel of the movie is going to be very different. And I've I've heard throughout you know time that when Zack Snyder was filming Justice League, and then uh, da- uh, David Ayer was filming Suicide Squad, like a lot of the actors and actresses said that these guys film so much of these movies, like you could almost make two movies. Mm-hmm. You but, hear that a lot too, in, in a lot of movies and a lot of superhero stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I know he still has his version out there. And <laughs> Do you think if the internet pushes hard enough, they'll get it? I doubt. Hashtag I don't know. Cut? Uh, to your earlier point, uh, David Ayer did tweet this. Doug, this trailer nailed the tone and intention of the film. Speaking about his uh, first trailer for Suicide Squad. Uh, intention of the film I made, methodical, layered, complex, beautiful, and sad. After the BVS review shell-shocked the leadership at the time and the success of Deadpool, my soulful drama was beaten into a, quote, comedy. Yeah. And that interesting. I think that shows. And because, I, sorry, and also beat it into a twenty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and what's what's sad uh, is that I think he said that his original was way more connected, even more to the Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. Like it, there was a lot more like tie ins to to what Snyder was trying to build. Which going back to what we were talked about last time was that was something that you know, we were going to see was like this really gradual building up of a whole world, which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why I liked Suicide Squad so much is because it, it showed us a living world with metahumans. And, and I really appreciated seeing these characters that had powers, but they weren't world saving heroes and they weren't world ending villains. They were just a, a gangbanger or yeah. a crocodile living under this city or, you know, like, it was cool <laughs> to see just like that and like how the government was responding to it. We, you know, and then, and then just all the, the, just the fun moments. It was cool to see the flash. That was the first time we saw the DCEU flash mm-hmm. huh? real quick, taking out Captain Boomerang. Yeah. It was just a little quick cameo. And yeah. And then we got a really cool, like classic Batman taking out Harley Quinn and Joker. Like, yeah, it was just cool to see these things. And it was like, this is a world. And we we're only three movies in at this and, point. And you saw like Didn't... a cool interaction too, uh, where, where Batman comes upon uh Deadshot, and Deadshot, played by Will Smith just slaps the fuck out of Batman and uh, subsequently kills him. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Sorry, guys. Didn't want to ruin it for you. That's right. <laughs> but even hold, like hold seeing on, Deadshot. I'm sorry. Hold on. Isaac. No. 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 <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Like, it's real me. accurate with a slap. Go on. Just see even Deadshot like being hired as a hitman. Yeah. Like, it's. It was cool. I mean, it was a little off-putting because Man of Steel. You know, when they started filming Man of Steel, like, I don't think they were aware that they were even going to do, like, a big shared universe. Maybe it was a possibility. But so Man of Steel, like, feels very much like, oh, this is the first time we've seen a superhero. And then in reality, that world wasn't. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. It's forgiving because, you know, these are movies. It's not real life or whatever. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was just really cool to see all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm one of those those uh, those uh, fans, you know, whatever you want to say, nerd, that I'm I'm okay with. A a reimagined or a, or a different take, you know, of 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 Batman, you know, Superman, you know, whatever it be, uh, you know, uh, from X Men, you know, to any Marvel things or DC. Like, I don't, 
I don't need the movies to feel exactly like the comics. Like I'm okay, mm-hmm. you know, with it not, um, you know, them grabbing all the material from the comics and, and putting it into the movies. Like I'm okay with a different take on yeah. these characters or this world. And it's just one of those things. Like I feel like we each have our own, uh, image or idea of a certain, you know, like you're, you're Batman, you know, I've, I've heard people, you know, talk about my Batman is the mm-hmm. animated Batman, you know, the animated series Batman, you know, my Batman is the Michael Keaton Batman, you know, my, my Batman is the, you know, Christian Bale or the Batfleck, you know, and that's fine for everybody to have their own idea or image of of that character or that superhero and and I feel like when it when it doesn't add up to I guess what you thought in your head that you were going to get, you know, I feel like a lot of people kind of like disconnect from that. It's it's difficult to um okay, so we all have an idea. We, we we've all read the comics, we've all seen the animated series of, of our favorite superheroes and when you hear that something's going to be live action you go, man, how are they going to do this? Is it going to be exactly like the comic book? Are they going to ground it, you know, a la mm-hmm. Nolan? Mm-hmm. And it does work for the most part. Um, it, you know, it, are we going to have bat nipples? <laughs> Is he going <laughs> to be able to move his neck? I mean, we, you never you never really know. Are they going to take it completely differently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it going to be Nicolas Cage in a Superman suit? What, what is it going <laughs> to be, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that... I'll uh, buy that for a dollar. <laughs> 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 but I, I feel that um, as far as as what Snyder had adapted, what he had established and what he had presented, um, did he have a hand in uh, Suicide Squad? He was still like the head guy. Like, yeah, uh, he was. In, I don't know if he was producing like the it. Head or something, guy, but I don't know if he had any necessary like hands on the movie well, or anything to do with for it. For all intents and purposes, though. But it, it what's what's so what's still so amazing about like what he. I guess birthed is uh, I never really got mad at or ever or bothered at any version of any of the particular superheroes, mm-hmm. whether it be the Trinity or flash or even the, even the villains. Mm-hmm. That being said, I know that I'm going to get a lot of hate and it's at forehead FPV. Uh, I didn't <laughs> mind the Joker. Oh, neither did I. I didn't mind. And here's why. And this is a little bit of a tangent and, and we'll, we'll snap it back in. But I when you look at any version of the Joker, whether it be Heath Ledger, Mark Hamill uh, in the comics, uh, name me off a few more, uh, 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 Cesar Romero, yeah. uh, right? Jack like, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. There you go. Um, you live dance with the devil. In the pa- I got to get one voice in. <laughs> That's my favorite line. Yeah, well, one of my favorite lines in that movie. <laughs> or what's the other one? How did how does he get so many toys? Or it, uh, he's got a toys line. Wonderful toys. Yeah, there it is. Um. Is what I love about the Joker is um, the every iteration of the Joker is a completely different Joker. There's the anarchist, the gangster, the psychopath, the everything. You know, it, 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 and that's what's fun with the Joker is that it changes over time with each version of it. And so, wouldn't you have kind of gotten annoyed if you would have seen Jared Leto trying to do a Heath Ledger Joker? Like, what are you gonna get? Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking that that too. Like after that amazing, incredible performance by Heath Ledger, 
like it wouldn't have even felt right if someone came in and tried to do it again. Yeah. And it would have felt unnecessary. And, you know, to your point, like we have had all these, I think to the point I, I didn't read it, but I know in the comics, they did a story where there was three jokers, like Batman found I out that there was that, actually yeah. three different jokers. Mm-hmm. And, and it was those kind of that divide between mm-hmm. like the pure anarchist and like the, which they touched the, on in uh, the show, the Fox show Gotham about oh, there being multiple yeah. jokers. Yeah. 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 And which is fine because since we're talking about Batman, how many different versions of that specific superhero that we've had? Like, I feel like we probably had more Batmans than anybody else. I oh, I think so. Could be wrong, but um, there's, I mean, there's the Spider Mans are it's getting up there. Oh yeah, they're getting <laughs> up there too. But what I liked about Batfleck and Zack Snyder's Batman mm-hmm. was the the way that he moved. Yeah. We never got that in any of the other, like, yeah, you get the typical, you know, you're having a conversation with Batman on the rooftop, and then all of a sudden you're talking to yourself because he's gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we get that a lot. We do get that. And that's classic, you know, Batman. Like, you need that. But the way that Batfleck moved in this series just... And used the grappling hook. Yeah, just using the grappling, the grappling hook. Grappling gun. And, and it's oh. just like... It 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 feels like the animated series. It feels like how you would think that he moves in the comics. Yeah. Like, in, you know, like it was a guy that was, you know, supposed to be like a boogeyman in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I felt like he moved like how he was supposed to. And yeah. that was the that was the thing that I thought that uh, uh, Zack Snyder nailed with. Uh, I think it was him just making that decision to like except that this is a comic book story. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not a real life yeah. thing. So yeah, yeah, you can yeah. have a guy in an armored suit, you know, moving around quickly and fighting gods. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and this is maybe a small thing, but um, the voice. I like, I love the Christian Bale Batman. I think it's really fun. But the, mm-hmm. the smoker voice killed me. I'm like, you have... Billions and billions of dollars and amazing technology. You don't have a voice changer. When I was watching the CW Arrow with uh, Stephen Amell, which I loved up to a certain season, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, they had the foresight to fucking have a voice changer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he has grease paint in the first couple seasons and then later has a mask. But it's like, yeah, yeah, of course, a voice changer, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, Batfleck had a voice. And I was like, oh, thank fucking God he has a voice changer. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Um, okay. the, one thing, me. <laughs> um, the one thing that I heard about Suicide Squad that uh, David Ayer said that he said that he wished he would have made the Joker the main villain. Oh, it, Joker absolutely should have been the main villain. And that's what I thought, you know, but it was like a after, you know, after the movie came out and everything happened. And of course, you know, the Rotten Tomatoes and all the critics mm. and all that stuff. But he said that he wished that he would have made the joke of the villain. And I was like, well, the, yeah, you should have. The studio cut of Suicide Squad cut out like almost all of yeah. the Joker's interactions with Harley Quinn. So, But I think if they had made him the main villain, it would have been a lot harder for them to go through and, you know, creatively snip his stuff out. But but how would that have played out to have a whole squad of supervillains fighting, you know, the clown prince? Like it makes more sense to... You know, not to jump too far ahead, but in the the Suicide Squad, uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, you know, you have like a, a 
maybe not a entirely was a world ending uh, bad guy, but it was like a big threat where it's like, yeah, you do need a whole squad of people to attack. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, especially one big thing. Like how would that work with the Joker? The whole idea of Task Force X. God, I can't speak. Uh, <laughs> the Suicide Squad is to kind of cover up those government fuck ups. So to your point, I mean, you could have had the Joker getting a hold of something, mm. you know, that he wasn't supposed to have that maybe the government wasn't even supposed to have. So that's why you bring in task force X instead of calling the justice league. Cause they did establish that mm-hmm. Amanda Waller knows Batman. And which again, I love that because that was a post credit scene, right? Yeah. Bruce Wayne was getting information on the rest of the, the meta humans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, part of that world building where David Harbour was in that scene, wasn't he? Was he? Oh, he was like the beginning. Sorry. Oh yeah. Um, Man, you completely sidetracked my so sorry. Bitch. No, I'm sorry. It was a stupid little we'll, nugget. We'll look at that. We'll look it up while we're I, I, don't I, had, I don't think I had much more to say, but uh, I'm sorry. No, it's totally fine. Um, to the earlier point about how much uh, influence Zack Snyder had on the Suicide Squad, not really. David Ayer was making his own movie. Mm-hmm. That cameo scene with the Flash, though, that was shot by Zack Snyder and given to David Ayer to put in his movie. Well, so that's cool. Probably because they wanted to establish like a visual um, style for the Flash. I'm assuming. Do it, you guys like uh, the Zack Snyder Flash suit, or do you guys like this new uh, Flash? So glad suit? you asked that question. I man, um, I'm real particular about the Flashes. Even like going back to Grant Gustin's CW Flash, mm-hmm. where every mm-hmm. iteration gets a little better and a little better, yeah. whether it be the emblem or the way the suit looks or the fucking yellow boots. Yeah. You know, um, I I actually didn't mind like the whole armor plated, you know, te- was a Teflon or whatever speed resistant uh, yeah, yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah. I thought it looked really cool. It it it, it worked, you know. Um, and and it's I think what's always fun, it's always cool, is because he's sort of newish. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, yeah, he's not going to get a, a you know the final suit, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Ezra Miller final suit, and now in the 2023 the flash he's gonna have his his final suit you know nice and skin tied and yellow boots and uh you know his his ring where it just fits all in there i still don't know how that works now do you guys like the cowl with the chin strap with just the mouth piece all all out yes or with the chin strap i like the chin strap i'm not sure when i when i I kind of dig the chin strap when i saw the used to the like i'm i'm Used to seeing my superheroes, like especially X Men. Like I remember there was a time where X Men in the comics, everybody had some type of mm-hmm. face, you yeah. know, design or some chin guard. Like I'm just used to the chin guard now with superheroes, but I don't mind it being open because I think didn't a uh, Captain America have like different variations of his helmet like some open and then he had like the chin I think so. strap mm-hmm. in certain I imagine just from a movie making point of view the chin strap would make it harder for the actors to deliver their lines clear you know what I mean like if you're going to have something especially I mean I, those suits are probably a lot more stretchy than what they used to be because you know that was part of the problems with the, even the old mm-hmm. Batman suits like they can never yeah, turn their heads yeah, yeah, yeah. so I imagine like you know a chin strap might give you a little more muffled thing but no, answer your, the cw grant gustin they they had that for like a majority of oh, and it looked I didn't watch re- a lot of that. it looked really good it did it really it looked really good and then when they went to like the whole did you see the one where it's like yeah. the helmet yeah and the no chin strap just like this recent one it feels weird 
Everything understand. else looks super fucking cool. And then minus the chip. I'm like, damn it. If you would just, it would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. In my uh, opinion. One interesting thing about the Flash having that kind of armored suit was Batman didn't. We were so used to seeing live action Batman's having like an armored suit. I mean, he obviously put on the armored suit to fight Superman. But. Oh, yeah. He needed that. Like Batman was in a normal kind of rubbery suit, yeah, yeah and yeah, the Flash yeah. was in an armored suit. I thought that was kind of a fun little. But they in um, in um, in Justice League, I think it was in Justice League. They showed when he's. I think I think it was. Was it in in the 2017 Justice League? Anyways, there's a scene where uh, Wonder Woman's kind of helping uh, Bruce take his suit off, and you see that it, it isn't just like the rubbery suit. That oh, it's yeah. like the Under Armour. Not, oh, yeah. He not Under Armour brand, but like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wish. Sponsored. I think we've gotten a little off. Uh, but speaking of Wonder Woman. Yeah, speaking of Wonder Woman, that was awesome. <laughs> Segway. Yeah. Segway. Wonder Woman being the next movie. In the DCEU slash mm-hmm. Snyderverse, this is one that Zack Snyder actually co-wrote. Um, so he did have his hand in this. Patty Jenkins directed it. Um, I just say that trailer. I mean, I know the the uh, the theme at the time for trailers was that like incorporating sound effects into the music or whatever. But I think there was that scene where she was like using the shield, blocking the bullets, and it was like hitting the beats of the music or mm-hmm. something. Like that trailer was awesome. I still love the music for one woman like still her, the best fucking oh, her thing. theme her theme song is like you find that the best like i still yeah i can find it i have that in my right uh now. my gym workout playlist still to this day that that wonder woman and when it hits <laughs> oh yeah no, somebody lifts the headphone on and you hear wonder woman <laughs> <laughs> Zack snyder was talking about that 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 music and his Did little to change. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, that, was, that, was, that was awesome. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I gotta go change. Why do I There's a phone booth around here. Uh, you were saying, uh, what was no, saying? Uh, he was talking about the, the first time he heard it, like he went to, who was it, Hans Zimmer that, that did that? Mm, he yeah. went to his like personal studio in somewhere in Santa Monica and like he played it for him and it was like, his clothes were completely blown off and it was like <laughs> that that first version that apparently survived all the way to that being like the final version they use in, in the oh, movies. Man, like that's oh, awesome. That's cool. was that's just cool. that good off the bat. Yeah. Everything's Hans Zimmer's Zimmer. fucking yeah. good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Once I heard that that he was behind it, I was like, mm-hmm. Because I do love the Gladiator uh soundtrack. Didn't that's BMW get Hans Zimmer to like Make the chime that their door makes when they open it up or something Shut like that. Up. Yeah, I can see ridiculous. that. <laughs> I think I read that story somewhere. <clears throat> oh my god, I'm looking at like the list of movies that Hans Zimmer's been involved in. It's a lot. I'm not going to go down the list, but it's yeah. a it's a ton. <clears throat> but Wonder Woman, I, mean, I thought that was a really good movie. So oh, many action. Solid. Like the story was pretty good. You know, Chris Pine is Chris Pine. He's fun. <laughs> um, that's what I was thinking. When, sorry, when I when I uh, saw. Dungeons and Dragons are like, yeah, Chris Pine, Chris Pine. I mean, wasn't one of the advertising things for Dungeons and Dragons like, this is the most Chris Pine you'll see Chris Shut Pine? Really? I swear to God, I saw that. Like, this is the most Chris Pine performance you'll see Chris Pine deliver. Advertisement, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, no, I, I love the I love the feel of it that it it it's, it felt because um, it took place in World War One. Yeah, uh, well, I'm bad with history. What what year is it? Nineteen twenty. But it nineteen twelve. 
yeah. to 19. Hey, Google. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it, the, the aesthetic of the movie, the cinematography, the, the um, just like just the whole look and feel of it and the color usage, uh, it, it like retained that feeling of like old timey wimey. And, uh, and it was, but what was still interesting though is because, you know, the story of Wonder Woman is that she lived on Themyscira and had zero technology and this Amazonian woman and then gets shot into the modern world. Uh, and she's like, Ooh, what's this? Even though it's like old timey, wimey stuff, fish out of water stuff will always be, no, yeah, it's always a fun story. That is great. And, and I like, I appreciate it that there was kind of even that direct connection with the, fo- the photograph, right? Mm. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. Bruce found in the files at the end of BVS, um, what, what what the one big complaint that I actually agree with was that Lex had all those the the symbols <laughs> yeah, yeah, somehow yeah. he's into yeah. marketing uh, as well. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> little ridiculous. Yeah. But see, he had the LexCorp marketing team yeah, like yeah. come up with. Like, <laughs> he wants. He wants that money. He wants that copyright. Yeah. You know, the, the, the CW, this is a total offshoot, but the CW shows, they always have, a, the, whoever's like the, the man in the chair, whether it be like Cisco or whatever, they always are like, we got to name the bad guys. Uh, what's their name? What's their name? Mm. You know, it's always like oh, a yeah. fucking joke. Yeah, they always oh, that, I mean, that, I always kind of like that, though, um, in any sort of show where it's like, you got to have a reason why someone gets a weird name or how the yeah. heroes know the villain's name. It's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to just have that yeah. goofball character or whatever. Like we got to give him a name. Uh, See, but with that Lex thing, how he has all the logos and all that stuff. I, I remember seeing it and I was like, I'll allow it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just one of those things. Like I get it. You know, it it's, it's quicker to get, you know, everything established. And, I do like that cyborg origin. Oh yeah, story. Oh, like, even though I'm jumping around, but that that to me just made so much more sense. And like, that was his origin story. And you're and we get more of it. We get more of it later. But it was just there in that footage. I'm so sorry. Speaking of jumping around, I want to jump back to Suicide Squad because I do want to say oh, that no, I think ahead. Katana. We don't allow I it. think Katana should have had her own movie. I think it could have easily been one or two movies. I love the character. It ties into Oliver Queen with Green Arrow. They've done mm-hmm. some cool stories mm-hmm. in the comics with that. And Karen Fukuhara. Karen Fukuhara is awesome. We see her in The Boys now. I think she would have made a great solo movie with Katana. Anyway, back to Wonder Woman. Uh, with Wonder Woman, what, what, I, it, they did a, such a good job of of portraying her as the warrior and also just her being so... She's amazingly... She's the perfect gorgeous. Wonder Woman. If, like, not, if, not to just be a dude, but she's... like I've seen her in Fast and the Furious, and mm-hmm. yeah, we saw her in, in <clears throat> BVS, mm-hmm. but she didn't like pop to me. And I don't know what the hell happened, but as I was watching Wonder Woman, I like fell in love with either Gal Gadot or just a fictional character. But it was just like the way that they shot her and everything, you you fell more in love with her, which made you care more about the story. Because yeah, like I just I just felt like she portrayed Wonder Woman mm. very well. Like when I see her now, like that's all I think of is mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. I don't see anything else like Yes, I know it's her, but I'm like, that's Wonder Woman. <laughs> like a kid. That's Wonder Woman. <laughs> that's Wonder Woman. Right, it went from that's Wonder Woman to that's Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, I'm going to make that joke every time. Right? <laughs> uh, 
Um, Dude, real quick, see, though, there's some things we don't like. Ugh. Real quick, though, going back to that that picture, is everyone uh, that picture of Wonder Woman with the, all the homies? Uh-huh. Did anyone hear? <laughs> Rolling uh, with the homies. That's how they refer to What Zack Snyder's headcanon for that picture was before it went into the movie? All those those people were warriors that she because when she gets off with Demoscara, she's looking for Ares. And that's supposed to be more of a of a quest, like a longer quest than her just tripping into him in World War One. Um and as she's going around she meets all of these people and are like, Hey, you're you're a warrior in you know, in the same vein as me. Would you stop fighting this war and come with me to help find Ares? And like all these people are like this this goddess of Demoscarius asked me to, you know, hunt down a god. Like, how do you say no to that? So those were all like recruits. Mm, like, like those were all like her like quest buddies. Like fellowship. Yeah. <clears throat> but That's cool. did you guys hear what Zack Snyder originally wanted Wonder Woman to be? <laughs> and and Zeus and oh, Ares? Yes. So so I don't know if it was like before or anything, but he had mentioned that he wanted a Wonder Woman to be Kryptonian. Well, oh. she would she would share yeah she would Kryptonian lineage because Zeus was supposed to be the original yeah the lineage Kryptonian. yeah so Zeus uh, yeah Zeus and Ares were were supposed to be Kryptonians that crash landed here like on a scouter ship and that's quote unquote how they became these these gods you know because uh, they were you know Kryptonians no, that came here but. Zach, Zach Snyder said the studio has like lost their mind when he said that that's what he wanted to do, and I'm kind of glad. Yeah. I, now I, I, I did remember seeing that post. I think hell, I think he might have even just sent it. <laughs> but uh, as I do, I, I went down into the comment section. You're not really supposed to do that. It's accessible no, there. Gross. But there I went. <clears throat> and except our comment section. I hope you we love comments, except that they're that kind of comment. Yeah. I hope you were wearing hey your poncho when you went down there. <laughs> it's a, I had a double up. Double up. Uh, uh. But um, I, so I went down to the comment section, and people were, people were like, oh, man, that's so terrible. There you go. See, your, your hero, Zack Snyder, had terrible ideas, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, isn't any good creator allowed to brainstorm and spitball and shit like that? I mean, obviously, in the overall theme of the movie, it wouldn't have worked because you. I mean, would you still have gotten magic? Because yeah, you know, magic need to have it have, have had existed. Would that have eliminated magic existing if if she was Kryptonian based? Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's always going to be when you're dealing with something like gods in these kind of stories. I think there's always going to be the temptation to explain the gods away as something else, mm-hmm. as like an alien or whatever like that, because. You know, once you have gods involved, like, you know, what other gods are involved and, and, and like, how does anyone fight a god if one of these gods does decide to, like, I'm going to go destroy the, the world, which I guess Ares was trying to the do. The answer is always Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they, they didn't, uh, you know, he didn't keep her Kryptonian base. And if it was just a spitballing idea, it's a spitballing idea. Yeah, like, it's one of those things, like, if, if he would have came out and established in the beginning, like when he did Man of Steel, like I know it's is called the at, at the time the DCEU, mm. but if he would have said like you know this is gonna be like a else world, not 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 the 
the main Marvel. I mean, not Marvel. Uh, the main DC Ooh, universe. Freudian slip. Uh, <laughs> you should see the eyes looking at me right now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no. You just but, talked um, about thirty-two movies in existence. Here. But <laughs> hold on, hold on. That is a hell of a thing for you to say to me. <laughs> That's just my game. <laughs> yep, I hate him. <laughs> but um, but. Even with that said, like even if he would establish that it was an else world, I still don't think that the audience, you know, the fans would have took that well, you know, to have uh, Wonder Woman, you know, be, you know, part Kryptonian and Zeus and Ares, you know, being uh, early crypt or what would it be like? Pre- early crips. Yeah, early crips. Yeah, early <laughs> well, I think it would it would just be a shame to reduce the um breadth of how much the DC universe has. Like yeah, there's, already so, there's so world. many aliens and gods and this and this and mm-hmm. that. I mean you look at the Green Lantern Corps. I mean, there's millions of aliens and like mm-hmm. to reduce it to like here's another Kryptonian uh mm-hmm. connection. You're you're taking all of it down to just a couple planets again. Like, yeah, I, I think it would have been. I mean, you know, if he wanted to go the alien route, it could have been fun. Like, if the gods had crash landed and they were a mixture of aliens, one of them was Kryptonian, one of them was this or that. Mm-hmm. Like, that could have been a fun, like, you know, thing to to explore on its own. But to just make them all Kryptonians and then Wonder Woman's yeah. like it, it didn't need to be done. I'm glad it didn't go through. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. Like I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm 100 on on the studio side with with that decision. It's like um, all of Star Wars being held on Tatooine lately. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like out of all those planets, mm-hmm. even even all the all planets on the outer outer rim, it's still just and uh, but but as far as Wonder Woman and uh, the money that it made, dude, eight hundred twenty-two million. It did fantastic. And on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way, it did, I think it did the best at 93%. Do you see what, well the, what the number one grossing movie on that list is over there? The number one what? The number one DC grossing movie? Yeah. Yep. I quizzed you guys about that uh, <laughs> off my. I was, when I looked ago. it up earlier, I was like, are you serious? That, like, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I remember when Aquaman came out and. And it hit a billion. I was like, of all the movies, of all the movies, Listen, it wasn't a bad movie. Like it was good, but I was just like, of all the movies. Well, I think his character was likable enough in Justice League, and it was Jason Momoa, and which version of Justice League? <laughs> well, at that yeah. point, the Snyder uh, the Snyder cut wasn't out, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Momoa was still See, kind of a likable character in in Whedon's. I feel. Well, we can get into Justice League, right? I kind of was 50-50 with the Aquaman because it was one of those things like where, yeah, they wanted to put the funny in there. They wanted to put the comedy, you know, the quote-unquote. They wanted to make it like, you know, Marvel or use that Marvel recipe, you know. Um, this is before the world hated Amber Heard. <laughs> Who? Exactly. <laughs> But um, before she took the proverbial dump on society, <laughs> but she really shit the bed that time, <laughs> right? <laughs> Aquaman was a forgettable movie. It. I was just I, thinking the same thing. I had to stop this like while driving home today. I was like, "What was in that?" It's like, "Oh yeah, Black Man." Yeah, and there was a I could have peed on it joke or something. 
Oh God, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, no, I don't Justice, know. Uh, Justice League. We're on Justice League. No, yeah. but anyways, <laughs> I just felt like Aquaman. Aquaman took the role of certain characters. Like the funny needs to stay with the funny characters, yeah. and like you know, certain characters like 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 Batman. Like he has like oh. you know like dry humor, you know. <sighs> but it's like I I remember the scene where. They were in the last battle with Stephen Wolf. Like I'm going to skip forward, but there was a look on Ben Affleck's Batman face when Superman came in, like <laughs> just a, uh-huh. like he's here, and it was like that. That moment took me out of that movie for for so long. I was like, I can't believe Batman doesn't express like that. Now I'll go even further back. Go go further back when Kal El is revived. Mm-hmm. And chucks Batman across the lawn, and then he then says, "Yeah, yeah, something's definitely broken. Or ble- like, uh, I bleeding, right? Because that was the whole. Do you bleed? Yeah, do you I think bleed? It was a playoff like, of yeah. the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was it's just exactly that. Like, that. <laughs> like there was certain moments. Taking some creative liberties there, Rudy. <laughs> like that. Just that I was like, bleed. <laughs> that um, like you take." Like that's what takes me out of the movie. That that's what takes me out because I know that's not Batman. No, and those are Whedon's cuts. Yeah. Yeah, but exactly. But if it was the Flash, I could see the Flash doing Absolutely. doing you know doing things like that. Yeah. Aquaman a little bit, but like you have these these characters for their specific roles. Like I'm not saying mm-hmm. that you know if there's going to be a joke, it needs to be organic. To yeah, that but it's like. Every character doesn't need to be, you know, serious all the time. And I'm not saying Batman can't be funny, but it's just one of those things, not in that way. I think going back to the Elseworld idea, though, is Momoa made Aquaman his Aquaman. I, I think there was nothing about there was nothing about his Aquaman that I related to the comic book oh, Aquaman. Yeah. So I think that's why I accepted the jokes a little bit more mm-hmm. because he mm-hmm. was playing mm-hmm. this kind of cocky guy oh yeah where he mean, was uh where he was surfing the parademons when he was coming down like like fucking, we're like this we're like this we're connected oh, see, oh, you, yeah yeah that's exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> see <laughs> you mean the Aquaman of the comic doesn't always go what? no <laughs> and that's his version of aquaman it's like an every momoa fucking casting and which is fine like i don't mind it but like i said it's just certain little moments that i'm like eh should have been somebody else that yeah. dropped that joke. I have a, a quick question. So that director's cut of BVS, like night and day from the theatrical cut, mm-hmm. how do you guys feel about the, you know, the Joss Whedon cut versus the Snyder cut of uh, Justice League? So was it was it well, so well, much of a shock? Yes. Like, oh, one was, yeah. Or? So to Hell break yeah. to, to break it yes. down, so other, yes, yes. Other than, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, Doug. Oh, I was gonna say it's. It's almost unfair to compare them because mm. it's it's like yeah the story's the same and there's a lot of the same scenes but Dostoevsky but whatever the Whedon cut was a short little thing and Snyder's Snyder's cut was this big four hour long epic Lawrence of Arabia you know and <laughs> I mean even though we got the quote unquote Snyder cut I'm curious if I don't think that's if if the studio allowed him to release like stick with his plan of making multiple justicing movies in this. I don't think that's what we would have got 
that Snyder cut, I don't think is what we would have got. Oh no, for sure. We would have got like two movies. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been cut. So I think it's, it's unfair to compare him. Us Snyder cuts way better. (laughs) 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 But, um, not just the story and not just like the, the added scenes and not even the fucking CGI mustache, but just the, the, um, like the color, the, the color usage that we didn't used. It was just, everything was too brightly lit. Everything was too quaff. You know I mean? Like you look at Whedon's uh, Batman or Whedon's uh, Bruce compared to Snyder's Bruce. And other than like Ben Affleck having a bit of a weight change, it was just like, you know, one's too quaffed and like perfectly shaven and, mm-hmm. you know, and the other's grizzled as he, sh- as he should be, you know, mm-hmm. Snyder's. Um, yeah, it just... It was ter- terrible color. Like he was afraid of using Snyder's, like you know, dark color palette. You know, like the whole the whole uh, scene and uh, is in Chernobyl. No, it wasn't Chernobyl. But the whole fighting scene with Steppenwolf. You know, uh, it's all like colored red and everything's brightly lit, and it was really distracting and looked gross. But I feel like yeah, I, I feel like that was Chernobyl, by the way. Yeah, that was a little bit of the studio, as in you know they wanted to tone the you know. They they didn't want it so dark and gritty like they wanted to add a little bit color to it. But but, I do but know still, a, I mean, you know, it, it's it is still the director to put up the fight and to retain their vision. You know what I mean? Like a studio is gonna notate the shit out of anything, but it's up to that director well, to be like, uh, fuck you. When, but when, I feel like he came in to try to finish a movie, you know, just to finish it. Like I don't, I don't necessarily feel like he cared about it too much because i mean it wasn't like his baby you know what i'm saying like if you just come in like oh we need you to finish this project that's you know halfway done or i will i will give it to weedon i think one of you guys have pointed it out that the thing that he gave us was the the scene where batman yeah where batman chasing down the the beginning scene i'm gonna give him that yeah oh i'm gonna give weedon that he deserves that credit yeah um well that one credit last (laughs) last time we touched on snyder's artistic background and just his decisions such as the slow-mo mm-hmm. creating a splash page he filmed justice league in that four by three ratio um and he did it which you know I, when the snyder cut came out people complained about it because it's like oh i got these black bars on the side of my screen it's not filling up the whole screen but he did it to emulate the comic books again and mm-hmm. i mean one of the big things is we have these characters in these cool super suits and when you're filming in widescreen you never really get to see the full suit you get like the upper body and if you watch the Snyder cut, you'll see a lot more like full, full bodies, like shots of these heroes, yeah. which is awesome. And, but so going back, you know, when we didn't took over, it was instant, like, go back to 16 by nine, go back to normal movie stuff. Mm-hmm. So even a lot of the framing was so weird and different because they basically had to crop off so much of what oh. Snyder shot. And then so not only were they changing the color to make it brighter. They're changing the composition. They were changing. Yeah, exactly. What all was supposed to be seen in the shot. Fun. Jesus. Yeah, Snyder's pretty creative with things. Oh yeah. That's great. I mean, again, a guy that cares about the the source well cares about the source material and in, in that if he were to change anything, it's gonna, you know, just really be fucking awesome. Yeah. I still like that uh the little detail with Superman's cape that it's not like a real cloth cape, like when you see it like flapping in the wind. 
Like, oh yeah, they use CGI, like, CGI for a lot of it. We talk yeah, about like, and Whedon's cut in both. Oh no, because j- j- just in general, like <laughs> I just like the because the, the the very end scene, the the race between Flash and <sighs> Superman. Mm-hmm. I saw a clip of that a couple of days ago, and the fucking cape looked terrible. It just moved super unnaturally. They do have like when he's it was really bad when he's there and he's in, you know, the camera frame like close up, like. He has the regular cloth cape, but mm-hmm. when he's flying around, you know, doing like yeah. action yeah, shots, like CGI'd in. that's the CGI stuff that I like that Zack Snyder does. Like it just adds that little bit of detail. For sure. Used to, but you still have to like tell the cape what to do in that respect. And like weed and when he, again, when they're just standing there and his cape's just doing all this weird <laughs> shit. And I was like, <laughs> you know, you in, in any filmmaking thing, like you shouldn't notice any, any one thing. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't stand mm-hmm. out. You should, you know. Other than if something would be like, oh, that's cool. It's a cool shot. It's a cool mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. It shouldn't be like, what's up with the cape? Now, what's up with his face, upper lip? <laughs> <laughs> Since we're on this topic with like CG stuff, did we mention this last time uh, with Superman's mustache? No. Like His mustache? So so would you guys have noticed that? I was just, just going to ask that. That they, that they did the CGI over his mustache if... If if they didn't say anything about it, I would have felt something was off. Doug has a a, a point about this. Doug. Oh yeah, well I, I, I remember Which I agree with, sitting by the way. in the theater, like listening to people, and when it when the scene came on, you heard everyone. Oh, there it was, there it was, there it was, and it's like this this internet meme culture. I think it it takes away a little bit from stuff because something that like might not have even been that big of a deal. Mm. Like, like you said, might, it might've looked off, but what it was just a couple scenes, you know, might've, it might've looked weird, but you wouldn't have thought about it too much. Now it becomes this thing that like, it's a joke that you want to be in, you want to be in on, you want to be part that. of the, the people that want to complain about it. And I just, like I said, it, it really stood out to me in the theater hearing people like, Oh, there it is. It looks so bad. It's like, oh, I get Jesus. that. And, and personally, when I saw it, I wasn't like, Oh my God, they fucking ruined it. It was speaking of mustache, it's falling out. Um, it was <laughs> my mind's hearing me, and it's like fucking trying to kill me. It, it was more of um, just like I said, like with the cape, right? It it looked off, and it made it feel something's not right. Maybe if if it wasn't mentioned in the memes and whatever news articles, maybe I wouldn't have been able to point it out and go, "His upper lip, mommy, there's something mm-hmm. wrong." Yeah, exactly. I, I, I was thinking the same exact thing, like if. It, they hadn't put a magnifying glass over it and said, "Look at this." But I probably would have been like, "Oh, well, there's something no, weird about that." But that's that's exactly. Yeah. But but it's exactly that where it's like it's still it still would have it still made it feel weird, yeah. you know. And, and it, it still took me like out of it. Where I was like, "What's up with this bag? What is it?" And again, well, the cape was like, "Something's I don't know about this." And at the end of the day, this is Justice League. Any DC fan like this is this is our thing that we've been waiting for. Which brings me to my next question, which I'll get to. But this is the thing we've been waiting for. So then I guess seeing little things like, God, his lip looks weird. That cape looks weird. Mm. Batman's got a weird face. Like all those things, just like, it, it's like the the pinpricks. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like you're deflating this balloon of just like, I love Justice League. It's like, oh, this this kind of sucks. This kinda, <laughs> like I left the theater going like, it wasn't that bad. Because all the re- all the reviews were already saying like, oh, this is, this is horrible. I remember leaving like, that was kind of cool. It was fun seeing everybody. But yeah. like the more and more I sat up, I was like, God damn. Yeah. And then I heard like the the push for the Snyder cut. I was like, mm, here we go. And it's a crazy Thank you, COVID. thing to, 
<laughs> we got so it. Think back. <laughs> Thank you, coming for eliminating all these people so that we could have the Snyder Cut. Did we get that as a? Did we get that as a? As a, <laughs> you know as a hold clean, on, hold on. Clean soundbite. That is absolutely. Yeah, you're you're right. It's a horrible. Millions of people died. And I apologize. I don't want to ever thank COVID Silver lining though. Silver lining. Got the Snyder Cut. I mean, I feel like it's a win-win. <laughs> I took COVID very seriously. <laughs> like the Star Wars, many Bothans died to bring you this. <laughs> Sorry, you're gonna say something to me. Oh no, let's cut it all out. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, like, um, oh man, hold on, I gotta get back to my my thought. Um, so I think I lost it on you guys. Doug was Doug was talking about like all the little pinpricks of uh, you know <clears throat> and the cape and the this, and we were looking forward to it, and you then, know, then he turned to the camera and said, no. <laughs> "When I think of a Justice League movie, I, it's a." Uh, it's a, like, it's one of those things, like, things just have to, you know, line up right. But, like I said, we did get the Snyder Cut, which I'm fine with. But it's still crazy to think, for me anyways, because I'm a fan of Superman, that that we we literally got a Justice League movie and Superman was gone for, like, almost, like, Three quarters of the movie. But while you're watching it, though, I really didn't, you know, think much of it because you're watching the story develop and you kind of get the crumbs of what's happening or what's going to happen. But it's like when you finally see him on on screen and come on screen, especially with the weed and cut, like it was, I was like, eh. Like it wasn't one of those things like where I was like when I left the theater, I wasn't satisfied with everything that I had seen and devoured in that movie. Like I just I felt like I needed more. Because didn't we didn't also make the executive decision of like black suit? No, 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 yeah, color. <laughs> I the colored suits. We don't call them black anymore. <laughs> the the uh, the SOC is the suits of colors. <laughs> and it's another thing too like I remember a lot of people made a big deal about like he was going to wear his black suit in this and I was like they're like oh we're going to see the black suit I was like didn't we see the black suit in Man of Steel where he had that nightmare scene where he you know fell between the skulls yeah but it was a dream Jermaine yeah, okay. but it was, dream doesn't count I'm, I already Jermaine. seen the black suit <laughs> yeah I was God. I mean you, you know would. as someone that read the Death of Superman comics and then the Reign of Superman afterwards mm-hmm. with the Eradicator and Cyborg Superman mm-hmm. Steel and all them mm-hmm. like it was cool having that black suit but everyone like was obsessed with this idea of this black suit and like I was kind of just like, whatever. I mean, it would be cool to see. Like, uh, it's comic accurate, but I don't care. We're telling a different story. But to your point about... Is he going to have the mullet, though? <laughs> I know. <really. laughs> and and the black the suit art. didn't have a cape, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, it was kind of... Eh. Um, to your point, though, about Superman not being in at the beginning, I, I almost to see feel... His butt. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel... From... <laughs> it helps you get the solar power a little bit better. You fly off above the clouds. <laughs> Do a little downward dog on his. Not everyone knows this, but computer physiology, that's. Those are his solar collectors. Hold on, hold on. Solar They don't talk about it. Do you guys. That's what we get out of a Supergirl movie. (laughs) Well, we need one. Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys remember Ren and Sippy? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say, damn, again, we're right here. Right here. <laughs> the super powder toast of, man. Yes. Kiss. He oh, flies backwards. Yes. He flies, he flies backwards. backwards with his ass. Right right here. Jermaine, right here. Right, oh man. Powder toast man. <laughs> um but high five. So they made the decision, and this was <laughs> this was gonna be my question was did they bring in the Justice League too too early? I don't think so, but because they did, you had half that cast that hasn't been introduced yet, and you almost need to take Superman out of the equation so they have a chance to shine and oh, yeah. show their powers yeah. off. Because once Superman's involved in a fight, it's 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 virtually over, unless it's a bigger baddie mm-hmm. like Darkseid, Steppenwolf, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But fighting parademons on the side or whatever, Superman can wipe out 300 by the time Aquaman grabs his trident or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... Your Superman can't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think because they hadn't introduced everyone, they had to kind of keep Superman on the sidelines. Oh yeah. But but to, an- to ask my question though, <laughs> should they have brought? Should they have done Justice League so early in the DCEU? I don't think it was early. I, I feel like a lot of people say that it's early because not a lot of people knew that Zack Snyder had a five movie plan for Mm -hmm. this and it was just one of those things you know like where because marvel you know again not hating on marvel like i love the marvel movies but it's uh the infinity saga marvel no i'm kidding Mm -hmm. but uh, (laughs) but um i feel because people felt after two movies then we're gonna get justice league that it was kind of quick you know we got what avengers dropped in 2012 I believe, and then it took another 10 years or so before we even got to the end of that. So it was one of those things, like, I felt like people look at that, you know, like, oh, you need to build it up more, which I don't think they do because, like I said before, I, I felt that 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 cyborg little origin video clip that we got, you know, in the files, like, that to me was perfect. Like, you don't need to deep dive into, like a like, a solo movie you already established you know his his origin or how he became who he became now let him become the hero that he's you know supposed to in these uh movies to to come forth and and also with that said i'm disappointed in one of the things that we would have got to reveal but because uh Zack Snyder wasn't making the movies anymore. The Martian Manhunter. Oh yeah, yeah. But wasn't that supposed to have been Green Lantern? Well, it was. Well, he had wanted um, Green Lantern at the end of uh, was it? That's I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So Martian Manhunter was supposed to have been the the general. Was it at the end of BVS that that he wanted? Like who? Who was supposed to come visit oh. Bruce? Was it at the end of BVS? Like, I, I remember it was in Justice the trailer. League. I remember it was in the no in in the in the BVS trailer. There was yeah, it might was, have been Justice League. Oh, okay. Because well, I remember uh, they even had the actor cat. They even like shot some oh, yeah, stuff of them. Yeah, they had a Green Lantern cast for yeah. for it all. And but I think we, they decided to switch to because it was supposed to be uh, John Stewart. Yeah, Green, Green Lantern, Stewart, right? Yeah. And the studio said. I believe they said you can't use him, but you can use Martian Manhunter. Or or he had the fight to get Martian Manhunter in there. 
But that would have been a good reveal. Like if we would have continued with him, like just seeing that well, he was it, already there. Wasn't it the whole thing where it's like as in in Man of Steel when he's quote unquote arrested and he's looking through the the one uh, one way mirror and he looks at the the, the general or whoever who is yeah, yeah yeah actually the the Martian Manhunter. Because of Superman's able to see through stuff, he knew that that was Martian Manhunter, and sort of was like, "All right, this is why I trust you guys." Wasn't that sort of the uh, the hinted thing when it was revealed that that's who Martian Manhunter was? Possibly. I mean, it's a possibility. Like, it could be a thing. And this is the thing that I say: like, there's there there there's so many little crumbs and Easter eggs scattered out through that series that you have to or being a fan and kind of understanding these these movies and just seeing these certain things, like I I knew that there was something bigger coming. Like it's, mm. especially with Man of Steel, like I say it again with that Brainiac, you know, symbol, and he came out after the fact, you know, when all these things were said and done, and he was like, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. But Man of Steel two, Brainiac was supposed to be the villain, yeah, and it's just one of these things. Like you see these things sprinkled and just. Not not personally knowing who Zack Snyder is personally, but you would think that he would he would have these things, you know, mapped out and planned out. Well, going back to your <clears throat> going back to your original point, and it's not to Marvel bash, it's not to to uh, Wheaton bash. Well, that's kind of what we're doing, but uh, it is the world was uh, as far as Marvel, the world was introduced to the Marvel world with Iron Man in two thousand five, right? And then uh, X amount of movies later, you got the fr- the the first Avengers. Uh, you know, it's it was it was by phase. They set up the whole, mm-hmm. uh, as Doug has said before, like a formulaic way of it's like here's here's the whole process of it. You got to have each individual individual movies, and then boom, when the big group movie, phase one, so on and so forth. And so when people were introduced to Zack Snyder's, uh, you know, to Man of Steel and to BVS, and everyone's like, so this is what we're expecting, right? And Zack Snyder, people the, the people didn't know what they wanted. It's like a common overall theme of audience yeah we think that we want a, a thing because we saw it before mm-hmm. and it's kind of what ruins it's what influences some writers or directors to kind of fucking ruin a sequel sometimes well the audience wanted this one thing so we're gonna kind of keep everybody wants to and, follow the same recipe like if it's a good it, yeah. recipe you know then you want to follow it but with that <clears> said like it's a thing like i'm i'm fine with with uh with not having like a right no no right so so that's that's what my whole thing is is Snyder has been really awesome about presenting people with like, listen, audience, you don't know what you want until I'm going to give you what you think you want. And then he does. And we're like, and he just wham, slaps it there on the table. And you're like, guess I wanted that. What I will say is Avengers, Avengers had two things going for it. One, they had all the intro movies. So all these heroes got together and we've seen them all before, but also the villain Loki was a character that we'd seen before. So we, we got just a big action sequence, a big, a big them coming together. And, and so to go to justice league, I was, I, I wish they used suicide squad to bring in villains from um, apocalypse. Like Mm. maybe the thing that the government messed up on was they had a parademon. Maybe they had the box. Like, I feel like good. All of these movies, all of the hero movies, Marvel, the, the villains 
like they don't they don't spend enough time kind of giving us an idea of how bad these villains are yeah. now snyder cut justice league did a really good job like you know because it went to the history it showed how the amazon the amazonians knew about mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. the atlanteans got to knew finally about this. see dark side in the snyder cut yeah yeah we 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 got this but i i wish all of these movies would start using the fact that they do have these these continuing stories to seed us with with villains uh villain stories and backstories mm-hmm. and stuff like that now granted you don't want to tie people's hands you don't want to tell them like okay you have to write this but you got to include this or this but i mean something like the suicide squad where you just needed somebody you know they need to do that. like the, i feel like the studios or whosoever is behind these things they need to to your point um link these stories movies together a little bit better because even when we were introduced to Thanos in 2012, it took forever for you to get anything on him. And I feel like the last couple movies for me wasn't enough. Like I wish he was in the background throughout the, the, the series in the background, like doing something. So you would hear of Thanos. Like you don't, you don't necessarily have to have him in every movie, but if it was like, even the end credit scene, you know, like where he's destroying like a planet. Like he know? has his hand in it in some capacity. Yeah, looking for something. And, you know, I guess that's or, also to like to Doug's point, right? Yeah, where, yeah, where it's, yeah, yeah. It would have yeah. been all where you need to dark side based establish these 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 threats and like to add to what Doug said. Like when we read comics, like like especially back in the day, I'll go with Batman because he has you know so many villains and so many you know the bat family but there used to be arcs where you had to pick up you know like a nightwing you had to pick up you know batman you know you had to pick up like a superman you know comic but everything was woven together and it was all leading to you know that final conflict so you had crumbs in every every comic book that you picked up I always, I always loved those. Like, uh, I think they called them the big crossover events because usually they'd have like a main title, or it, or it would the main story would go through an existing title, like a Batman mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, other, my wallet didn't like it, but it was fun <laughs> going to the comic book store and seeing like, oh, this issue of this character I don't normally get ties into that. It would yeah. be like maybe on the top of the comic, mm-hmm. like tie into this, and it kind of forced me like, oh, okay, I'll pick up this character. I've never read Breach or mm-hmm. you know some off character that they don't normally push yeah. but they they're using yeah. the tie-in as a way to bring him in and it was kind of fun to like oh this character is kind of cool maybe i will keep keep reading this because yeah you did get introduced to certain certain things that you didn't read but i feel like like i said that the studios need to try to work together for the writers and the directors that they all need to get together if they're going to build this 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 big universe and it's going to lead to something that they have to have certain things tie into another movie like not saying we want to write your whole movie for you but just have a mention of this you know have you know this linked in there to say like oh we see things build up as the movies go on like with Star Wars the new trilogy it was written by and directed by so many different people. Like, you know, I feel like the story was, you know, necessarily like 
not 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 forced on us, but because there was different people involved, the story felt so out of place. Yeah. But uh, and, and again, we're kind of going a little bit off track. But ha- have has there been a franchise in which they've stuck with one writer, they've stuck with one director, they stuck with one person's vision all throughout? Is that sort of like just like a what do you call it? Just like it's just, it's a cream not cream dream. <laughs> it's well, a, like most it be <laughs> before all this stuff even happened. Before all these you know comic book movies came out, you mainly had the trilogy. Yeah, everything was trilogy. I mean, I everything. Guess that Lord of the Rings would probably be your answer to mm-hmm. that. Like most most things was a trilogy because that's where we got the new Nolan Batman, Lord of the Rings. <clears throat> Blade, <laughs> except for the third one, but and even the yeah, Spider Man, De- like in that one, right? Jessica Biel, right? Oh, yeah, Jessica Biel. But um, wait, Deadpool was in Blade. Oh no, you got no, you threw my mind off for a second. <laughs> I was like, when I was like, where was I? No, it was uh, Ryan Reynolds basically yeah, yeah, played the same yeah, sword wielding yeah, character ish. <laughs> that shit is crazy, but but um. I just feel like they need to have the same group of people if they're going to plan out, you know, five years, 10 years. They need to have all those writers, directors, like work, work something out because it's too much of a gap. It's so many movies and, and quote unquote, I do feel like not, not every hero needs a part two and a part three. Yeah. Like get everybody together. And move the story forward. Well, yeah, I think it's always bugged me that we continue to have these solo movies. And it's like, we can have the buddy movies, which was something that DC planned, I think, right away. I think the Flash movie was supposed to originally be a Flash and Cyborg movie. Yeah. Um, go ahead. To that point, and to bring it back to the Justice League, to bring it back to Whedon's Justice League and, and Snyder's Justice League, the, the difference between the two was that they did Flash and Cyborg an injustice. And they made them just like side characters. They weren't as important, you know. And then in the, for as far as the Whedon uh, version, and in the Snyder cut, shit would have ha- wouldn't have happened if it weren't for Cyborg or the Flash. In fact, it was more Cyborg based than anything else. So he had more of an involvement in everything, oh, yeah. you know. And I think that's why the act. I mean, that's one of the many complaints that the actor oh, had right, about yeah. Whedon. Yeah, there was a whole controversy with all of that. So it was it was amazing that we got the Snyder cut and yeah it was uh, you know four parts it was like an hour plus each and it was super awesome that that's one of those things and I always say it right because I know people the the studios and stuff want to get butts in in seats right they want to sell tickets and so like I've literally heard people complain about um, going back to the Guardians of the Galaxy they're like I don't know if it needed to be two and a half hours I'm like shut up that was it's perfectly fine because it. Even if a movie's fucking four hours, if it doesn't feel like that length of time, perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if there's movies, I've watched movies that are an hour and 45 minutes that felt like three hour movies. So it just depends on how it's told and, and how you shoot and everything. Yeah. And I've also but, watched like short movies where I'm like, yeah, that's that's all I needed. Remember that <laughs> one movie we saw, Skinamarink? Oh, oh, what a man. drag. I'm not going to go on. But uh, <laughs> Justice League. Um, yeah, the Whedon thing is so fucking wonky. And I'm glad that we got the Snyder cut. Um, wow, what did I want to talk about? <laughs> kind of to your, again, back to your point, Wonder Woman, 1984. They like, 
just added some stuff into her whole storyline. We're like, what? Uh, what? She could have flown this whole time. So <laughs> the fuck in in preparation. What are you doing <laughs> in preparation? The for hell. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was interrupting you. I thought you were done. I'm sorry. In preparation for this show, I was thinking about just the way I even think about these movies. And part of it is like, what does it add to the world? What, you know, what characters do I get to see? Cause I love seeing these characters and wonder woman, 1984, just from the get go, like it, you know, they, they had established in BVS that wonder woman was like in hiding all this time. And I, yeah. I kind of like that aspect of it. And that, and when they announced in 1984, I'm like, all right, cool. She's going to be doing some like covert stuff or it's going to be nope. like something cool. And it's like, no, like there's this giant world. Like, well, one, she's saving people in a mall. <laughs> Like a mall scene. I mean, because it's eighties, right? You got to throw in a mall scene, yeah. and and then like some giant, like world altering thing happens, yeah. and like Wonder Woman saves the day, and then I love Pedro Pascal, but yeah, you know? oh yeah, and, and Maxwell Lord is such a good character in the comics, and life just, is good, yeah, but it could be better. Could it be better? I feel like that was like a waste of a movie, and a and also a waste of. <clears throat> Like, you have one woman, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have Cheetah that's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig. I need a moment right quick. Hold on. <clears throat> so. Mute my mic. Go for it. Go. <laughs> I'm sitting back. You have a powerhouse of a character, you know, Wonder Woman, and a villain who's one of her classic villains. And you have, like, this moment that you could have the greatest epic fight scene regardless of how the movie was you know you could have had an epic fight scene like you have a uh pretty much like a gladiator you know a amazonian warrior you know spartan whatever you want to say against you know this 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 brutal character you know that's cheetah and then you have them swinging and I thought we got that in the Amazing Spider-Man too. Like, I just feel like they copied paste yeah. did that whole fight scene because I felt like they should have been on the ground. It should have been more of a hand-to-hand combat, you yeah. know, one of those things. But when they're swinging and doing all that stuff, that took me out of the movie. The whole movie entirely out of that fight was, scene it was a, immediately. Well, well, that was just to finish my sorry, yeah. to finish my point was. Uh, as far as the world building goes, you had this huge, massive event happen. And then what, 20, 20, 30 years later when Superman shows up, everyone's like shocked because there's a man flying. Like we we all witnessed like all this crazy thing happened in the eighties. Someone showing up flying or any of these powers would be like, okay, some more shit's happening. But in the eighties, did they have proof that she was even there? Because they didn't have any... But, know. I mean, like, what, didn't a giant wall appear out of nowhere and, like, uh, <laughs> a, a country got super rich or something? I mean, it's like there was so much happening. and Because, like, everyone's wishes were getting granted. Oh, yeah. Right? So it's like once something like that happens in a world, it's hard to believe that 30 years later, for you know, mm-hmm. like anyone would That's be exactly shocked. Only 30 Superman. years later. Oh, no. Like, you know? I... Yeah. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, they don't and I hear you completely. You. But that's that goes to the point of when you have a a a series of movie on a scale like this, there has to be somebody in charge, you know, to say Wonder Woman, uh, 
1984 technically can't happen like that. Yeah, you need a historian. You need you need somebody. You know if if that's the case. Wasn't Patty Patty Jenkins did. A 1984 as well as is the first Wonder Woman, didn't she? Yes. But yeah, Zack but Snyder the first one, Zack Snyder had, like, I think he wrote. He co-wrote it, and then he was still, like, everything was supposed to be under his vision. Yeah. So, I feel like once Zack Snyder left and he was out of there, like, all these movies, the way that they're filmed, it's like. Well, I think, God. I think generally the studio got rid of maybe that umbrella of like mm-hmm. anybody in charge and they let all these directors do their own thing which is can be a fun and good thing i think generally directors and writers should always be given as much freedom as they can but like to your point you still need you need like an outline you need, you need continuity like, yeah, yeah you need continuity you need, like yeah, you, 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 need can, you can get you can get, of... you can get a, a walking phoenix joker and it's like outside of you know the whole mm-hmm. the, the the snyder verse and you can get uh, uh what was the other one um the, uh, a Pat Pattinson Batman, mm-hmm. and it's outside of the Snyder, and it's just its own standalone. Yeah, all those thing. are in the Elseworld, but this is why Doug likes Suicide Squad so much, is because there was that world building in there, and you knew that it was connected. Yeah, because there, you know, you got the crumbs, and they mentioned things, you know, that happened. And I'm not saying that you need to 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 have like events cross over sure, and yeah. jump. But as long as there's a mention or, you know, acknowledgement of something that happened in the previous movie, that's fine. It, but it's yeah. hard for me to, to, when I say certain, certain characters shouldn't get like a part two and three, I only say that to a degree because of when you have all these characters meet and then now they're going off and doing their solo thing. Like, if it's, like, a big event, like, look at uh, Eternals in Marvel. I'm like, mm-hmm. that was a big thing that happened. But it's, like, <laughs> nobody else came to that, you know. No one going to talk about the, the Titan or whatever the thing in the ocean. Yeah. And I get it, you know, because even with the, uh, uh, even with DC movies, you have them fighting these things. And sometimes you look at they, a event that they're facing. I'm like, don't you? need like help or backup or yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't somebody else come to aid you but but so going back to like about like the, the breadcrumbs and stuff and like having to mention even if they didn't like you know have a little bit of a quick mention or anything like that that that's one thing but to then completely just say fuck you and get and flip the bird to like and just say you know fuck all about the continuity to like what doug was saying is like that's a whole different and that's why 1984 just didn't work it was yeah, a trash big, it was a plus big fuck you to the the style the overall style of the snyder verse and that that character of wonder woman uh and and just straight away from the continuity of the whole storyline you know it would have been different if like <clears throat> if maybe it was wonder woman 2020 or you know what i mean something like yeah. that but <laughs> well like i said they, they had, wonder woman the covid years they had an opportunity to to play wonder woman as maybe this kind of covert operative or doing her thing they could have done you know multiple decades of her working behind the scenes investigating something i mean considering you know this took place before dark side showed up like mm-hmm. they could have even had her like working yeah. on that if they wanted to continue something like that but let's also not forget that she date raped a guy I was about to- <laughs> or sexually assaulted a guy i mean like, how do i fit this in there i mean, I mean it's like, raping again, a guy. We, we love chris pine but they did not need to bring him back there was no reason to, that, that i mean nope. everything 
I mean, it's one of those movies where I felt like they they just said, "Hey, what what did people like? Oh, people like Chris Pratt. All That's right, exactly cool, bring it. him back. Uh, exactly people it. people like uh, special effects. All right, add some more in there. People like oh, they want to see her swinging around. Like everyone, like the yeah, lasso. People were complaining about her not flying. All right, throw it in there. Yeah, people <laughs> want to see the lasso. But I think the funniest thing, also, sorry, uh, spoiler alert to Titans, was at the time that that trailer released, where they had Wonder Woman like lassoing lightning bolts and like swinging around. Uh, Wonder Girl in Titans got killed by lightning. <laughs> I was, I had, I had seen a spoiler about or that before I actually watched like it. There was, just, it was a downed uh, power pole, power pole, and she's yeah. just like, whoops, and then just died. They brought her back. Yeah, they brought her back. And I, uh, but Connor, they, Connor Leslie, I think is the name that plays. Uh, I don't know. That's the con. Yeah. Anyway, she's she was awesome. I yeah, was Wonder Girl. Was that fucking pissed me out with shit death? And didn't didn't Wonder Woman mention that? She's like fought so many different things. I don't remember. Was it in BVS where? Yeah, she said like she's fought gods and different beings from different planets and all kind of. Like she said, she she says it to Bruce. Yeah. So in other words, there was an opportunity to have like touched on any one of those yeah, stories you if you're going to do a flashback yeah, story into way back in the day, you know. But like I said, I feel I feel like once. Zack Snyder was gone. They were just you we're know, just going to make these movies now. A movie that was that was a, a it was a nice change of pace that was still in the Snyderverse where, you know, if people were looking for a superhero within the DC uh, universe to have some comedy, it was Shazam. Shazam I felt worked perfectly fine. Like I enjoyed it. It established that it was in the Snyderverse. You know, it had it was a little bit more bright and colorful. It was more comical. Uh, but and I think it worked with it. Like I didn't hate it. What did it get on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, it got ninety uh, percent. Yeah, yeah, it was well received. Shazam is a great example of how to do a shared universe. Uh, I mean, again, uh, going back to what we've said a lot about this DCEU, like it was such a living world. So to have kids collecting yeah. batarangs or the bullets <laughs> that bounce off. So, like it was so, it's so cool to just think of a world like, yeah, you know what? If, if you had these kind of meta meta humans and Batmans and stuff, like the eBay market would be crazy. Mm-hmm. And like, like it was a, it was a fun take on like living in that world. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's a cool way to, to show us that it was part of that world without like the cameos or anything like that. Like speaking let of, these characters be speaking of cameos. I did like the first Shazam. I loved uh, like his portrayal, like that's Shazam. That's the character that you can have in the movie, you know, for like the comedy release and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, it's written into the character in the I, comics. I will say, I don't think they should have introduced the whole Shazam family in the first movie. I, I don't know. It just kind of bugged me. See, no real reason. <laughs> Keep your opinions to yourself, Doug. I kind of do. That's the reason I agree here. with you, but I feel my only gripe with any of the Shazam movies is the fact that Black Adam, like, like he's so linked to Shazam, and I know they were trying to rally back for Henry Cavill to come back as Superman, but it took. <laughs> Too long what a kick in the for nuts. them to make what a kick in the nuts. that movie, and 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 to not have him even be in the presence of Shazam or have them yeah like that's true just just have like like a can stare we, down. Can or, we talk about Henry or, Henry Cavill coming back though at the end of, of Black Adam? 
I mean, it, like it, we're on the topic because it's Zam, so we might. As yeah, it, it was like it was like oh, we're not gonna get Henry, Henry Cavill hung up the cape, and then we're watching Black and of course it got leaked prior to that, but you're watching it and there he is in his in his Superman in his blue and reds, and it was leaked like literally by The Rock, right? Oh, I have no idea. I think, I think, I think it was think the rock so. that just like, we, ruined the but whole But we thing. got him back and we were like, yes, maybe the, you know, now that we had the the Snyder cut and finally got Black Adam and it wasn't too bad of a movie and, and you know, sure, Shazam, you know, didn't have a cameo in it, which you probably should have, but we still got Superman and now he's got to fight magical stuff. And then literally days later, they're like, oh yeah, no, we're, we're not, sorry, Gavel, we're all done. Just kidding. Yeah, because that was Discovery. I think that was... The Discovery acquisition, right? Or the Discovery merger. Yeah, yeah. So, it was the merger that yeah. happened. Because prior it was like AT&T, I think. I could be completely wrong on this. But yeah, they were going back and forward and they brought Cavill back and they were like, okay, we're going to do it. Right. And he even like had to leave The Witcher. Oh, uh, yeah. Because yeah. of it. Uh, I mean, Henry Cavill. And he's a 40 Warhammer, 40K player. So who I mean, was supposed to have I'm so sad that he's who's going to be playing The Witcher? Around, so. um, Chris Hemsworth's brother. That's brother. Yeah, yeah. Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Liam. You're your own individual. And now Miley's got to buy herself flowers, you bastard. You bastard. You know, I mean, going into like, I don't know, dream stories, they they really could have done like a, a fun sequence of like Shazam fighting Black Adam, gets his ass kicked. Black Adam, because in the comics, Black Adam like tended to always kind of form like, you know, a counter to the Justice League. You know, Black Adam could have beat Shazam, gone off to... What's what's his country? Kandahar, Kandak. That's close enough. Kandak, Kandak. Bless you. Formed, you know, the some sort of counter to the Justice League, and then Shazam has to go get the Justice League to go fight. Like Black Adam has the potential to be a Justice League level villain, especially if he's got his own little sidekicks Mm. or whatever. And like they could have done so much, you know, to lead into the obviously the Superman versus Black Adam fight that we'd want to we'd want to see. But you know they could have brought in everything throughout throughout the whole Snyderverse, fifteen movies. There was always like either in end credit scenes or little hints of like, you know, this person's going to be coming back in a later movie. I mean, Batman didn't get his own. Uh, Batfleck didn't get his own movie, and it was this whole thing. But it was like, there's Deathstroke and. And I've, by the way, I personally seen the Deathstroke mask. Yeah, I think we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. that's so awesome. <sighs> And then we didn't Still jealous. And, and there's just so many things throughout the whole Snyder verse that was hinted at that was possibly going to come back later. And then just the rug was continuously pulled out from underneath their feet. I think the silver lining of it all is, is I, you know, in my opinion, Man of Steel was solid. BVS was solid. Um, uh, Wonder Woman was solid. And then uh, to get the Snyder cup, like was cool. Everything else was just like fun movies in between, you know, in my opinion, yeah. I mean, I wasn't really disappointed with too too many of them. Uh, Birds of Prey, I think, is kind I like of a that. hot topic. That was fun. Uh, ultimately, I liked it. I still uh, that scene when she broke the dude's leg, like that sits in my head. <laughs> like, man, that was brutal. <laughs> and, and that's what made it fun. The, is the like, fight scenes so in brutal. that? Yeah, so well done. The fight I, scenes don't get enough credit. I I, think. I love in any movie where a fight scene is not just well choreographed but also well shot and it and it's yeah that character is supposed to be able to fight that well but also like the the actor does their training to really you know have it show on screen because i think i don't know if we had to cover this at all but i remember talking to you guys about um was it strawberry no gunpowder milkshake mm-hmm. 
you guys liked it, but I was like, eh. the fight, like, I love Karen Gillan, but it was just like, nobody trained. It, it just looked like, okay, and a one, and a two, and a, and then it hit swing and punch. And like, you could tell nobody had the training. But you yeah, know, that's and, what lack of uh, and those, preparation looks like. Those kind of action movies when like, you know, it's not going to be anything like too crazy. I usually pull my phone out during the action sequences. Oh, like, really? Like a lot of times when like I start seeing the action and I look at it and I really recognize like, oh, this isn't super well choreographed or like you said the the actors aren't totally into it it's like i'll i'll just i'll just wait to go back to the story because i don't need to see shaky shaky camera and fist flying in front of yeah. me or something you know but a well choreographed with the effort put into it such as birds of prey or a lot of these other movies it's you know i don't pull my phone out i'm sorry i thought you were going to go in a much more interesting direction when i when i said i pull my Oh. <laughs> oh man, was that action? Uh, but speaking of birds of prey, nothing gets me hotter than bad action sequences. <laughs> Just there's my kink, guys. I, like it's it, more like oh, bad action. Oh oh, <laughs> bored. Yeah, <laughs> let me pull my phone out and something else. And, <laughs> you must be not be, not be married. <laughs> I'll get through this. Um, Margot Robbie was like one of those people that was born to play that role. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, she well, she first came on the scene uh, with Suicide Squad. As, as Harley Quinn, and it was just like, because everyone was loving um, Tara Strong, you know, it's like, no, that's that's our Harley Quinn, right? Mm-hmm. Same, thing, same thing with, like, Kevin Conner voicing Batman. It's like, no, no, that's our, that's what we're looking for. And then she did, and we're like, well, 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 shit, she fucking did it. Cool. And we got more and more of Margot Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn in, let's see, we got Suicide Squad, right? Mm-hmm. She then popped back up in Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, Yes. Uh, and okay. then she got to come back in the Suicide Squad and had a, f- going back to the, the fighting, had a fucking amazing hallway scene where she's like tripping balls and it's like oh, a yeah. fun, fun, violent hallway fight. That yep. was just goddamn cool. Yep. And that's James Gunn, who's now in charge of uh, of it all. I'm, I'm kind of bummed that we're not going to get any more Margot Robbie Harley Quinn. Now we have Lady Gaga. Well, Lady Gaga. I mean, well, Lady, Lady Gaga's, Gaga's part of universe. the Joker universe. It's the Elseworld universe. So. Yeah, I know, but still, uh, I mean, there's there's a chance <laughs> that Harley. Uh, we haven't. But I think Margot Robbie said she needed a break from playing her, but she's Barbie now. <laughs> I want to see that. It looks so silly. Oh, I, I mean, if she see. wants to do it, I can't see them rushing to recast that role. But you never know. Yeah, I. You know, uh, well. I mean, are we ready to wrap it up with a James Gunn conversation? Shazam 2. Shazam 2, I'll say, I thought it was pretty fun. And then again, seeing, spoiler alert, uh, seeing Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman at the end, which yeah. was kind of fun because early on they kind of teased that she was going to be there and yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah. her. And it's like, oh, okay, this well, is what they're going to They're going to do the same. In Shazam 1. Yeah. Where it's like, it's Superman, but it's not actually Henry Cavill Superman. Yeah. <laughs> and then so to see Gal Gadot at the end with the theme music. Oh, um, still cool. Still and, love that. And just her presence. Sting. It, it's so... And the sting sounds like this. Thank you. <laughs> Good job, you made it. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> so James Gunn is taking control of all of our DC mm-hmm. characters that we that we love. And we've seen his work in The Suicide Squad and then Peacemaker was a series on yeah. HBO that was a spin wife. Yes, she's going to be in everything. She's well, awesome. James Gunn's one of these characters that... Or characters, directors that I think is going to continue to use the people that he knows i never mind that i never mind that at all no, I, I love think, that i think it works because when you when you find people to to work well with like i'm still kind of getting used to you guys but when you yeah. find people to work well with it uh whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh it, yeah you want to keep using those people 
Yeah. Uh, no, I, I love Peacemaker. That uh, that by the way got a ninety four percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Well deserved. Peacemaker was so fun. That was so cool. And Shazam too. Uh, oh, I can't really. That's an end credit spoil. I said nothing. My one thing I will say with James Gunn is he. You look at his work with Guardians of the Galaxy. He already mm. has kind of chosen to work with these characters that no one expected Marvel to make a movie of. Yep. And I will say, looking at his announcement that he's made for DC. I think he's going to carry that over with DC, where I think we, we are going to see a lot more characters mm-hmm. that maybe, you know, we wouldn't have expected. I mean, he's already like Damian Wayne is going to be in the Batman movie. Oh, I think, God. I think I heard rumors that we might get crypto in the uh, Superman's dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the Superman it, movie. So in Superman legacy, I love the Snyderverse. I loved everything that he was doing with it. And it, it kills me that we're, we're never going to see like just that, that vision come through like the nightmare, um, a whole nightmare movie. Uh, you know that nightmare world. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, like the post-apocalyptic. Yeah, just long I, I don't Joker. know if we'll ever get anyone willing to do that big of an Elseworld or, or you know hypothetical. Um, but James Gunn, I think, is going to bring in a lot of stuff. And to your point earlier, he's already mentioned that there is going to be these kind of connected storylines. I think Green Lantern, the Green Lantern series, is going to be the mm-hmm. one that kind of discovers what that big baddie is that everyone's going to eventually be leading to. Yeah. So. Sad that the DCU is ending with the Flash, or mm. maybe Aquaman too. I don't. I yeah, I know we, we said that before too, where it's like, well, it's going to end with the Flash, but like, isn't it going to be Blue Beetle and Aquaman? Well, Blue Beetle, James Gunn said, has no direct connection to anything, so mm. he, Blue Beetle can exist in his. Oh, okay, yeah, I think it's like go. if it does well, uh, wink, wink. <laughs> well, uh, maybe we'll keep him in there. <clears throat> okay, but and then Aquaman too. Like I said, I, haven't, I don't. I haven't figured out how that works. There's not really been much. There's not been much hype for. I think a lot of the hype was like that Batman and stuff was going to be in it, and then I think Michael Keane's Batman even was supposed to be in it or something. Like there was something about like Batman's are supposed to be in it, and they were taken out because it was going to happen. It was going to come out before Flash, and people weren't going to know about it. But now it's coming out. I have major high expectations for the Flash. Yes, I'm so looking forward to that coming out June 16th. We shouldn't. But I do anyway. Yeah, I know. I, I I try not to like have these major high expectations. I I wish I could do what my wife does is like she'll see a teaser trailer and then she won't see any other trailer after that. And when we're when we we're in theaters, the trailers are rolling. She's like, oh, is this a Star Wars one? Is this the, the blah blah blah? And she'll close her eyes and and cover her ears. Oh, I do that. Yeah, really. Media blackout. I do that, but there's. Sometimes <clears throat> Rudy's like, "No, you have to watch this trailer. Come here." It's <laughs> will, No, I will make him. I will so Rick and Morty his eyes when open. We watched, when we watched the Dragon Ball Z uh, Broly uh, trailer, I was like, "I'm only gonna watch the first trailer, and that's it." And Rudy was like, "No, come here. You're gonna look at this." And I was like, "It's so good. why? Why would you do that? <laughs> because I need to be. I need to have someone to hold my hand through the hype. Okay, I can't be the only one. <laughs> no, no, but." After I watched the trailer, I'm like, I understand why you couldn't <laughs> watch this by yourself. Well, so there's good. screaming and fanning myself. I'm like, no, come with me. Come with me on this journey. <laughs> but on my on my final note, I will say uh who they got to take the the um I don't Man, know the word. The reins, the mantle. Yeah, the reins or the mantle. Wear the cape. Wear the cow. What? <laughs> Who they have to 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 guide the new yeah. uh, DC cinematic universe? Mm. I'm actually happy with their choice. Like yeah. I'm 
very excited to see been anybody what better. Uh, James Gunn is going to bring to the table. Could we say this is one instance where everyone is in favor of gun control? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well done, oh, I man. I want to boo this man. <laughs> no, no. Was... <laughs> I think, you guys, that that is as good as plays as any to wrap all of this up we it was a two-part snyder talk we, we love the whole universe uh we're looking forward to what's in store in the future and we're going to continue to cheer the, the the new things on as nerds where again we we're on brand uh again thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast uh thank you for all the again all the feedback and everything and sharing on, on our our campaign and stuff Check us out at our Instagram at the Hype Attack uh, on Instagram and on TikTok. Uh, tell us if we miss anything. If we needed to talk about some stuff, hit us up in the DMs or in the comment section. Doug, uh, yeah, as always, just remember to continue the conversation. Keep talking about all this stuff. That's that's the whole fun of the nerd stuff is the uh, the deep dive amongst yourselves and with us. And oh yeah, we like to hear you guys' opinions too. You know. Yeah. Keep the conversation going. Hit us up. Let us know what we need to talk about. Alrighty. Thank we'll see you guys. Same hype time. Same hype channel. Hype attack.